Hi, best friends. I'm Tabby. And I'm Caitlin. And today we are discussing People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry, our favorite author. We love her. The queen. Slay. She actually, we have a lot to say about Emily Henry in the next couple episodes and this one. So buckle in because she's out here just doing the freaking most. Yeah, she's like at the peak of her career right now. No big deal. I do want to just like, as per usual, you know, read the back of the book on Goodreads. But I have to say, this one's got a little bit of a lower rating. It's rated 3.88 on Goodreads. Which is... That's about what I would think it would be at. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. And we'll talk more about uh, the things that weren't our favorite. But the back of the book says, Two best friends, ten summer trips, one last chance to fall in love. Poppy and Alex, Alex and Poppy. They have nothing in common. She's a wild child. He wears khakis. She has insatiable wanderlust. He prefers to stay home with a book. And somehow, ever since a fateful car share home from college many years ago, they are the very best of friends. For most of the year, they live apart. She's in New York City, and he's in their small hometown. But every summer for a decade, they have taken one glorious week of vacation together. Until two years ago, when they ruined everything. They haven't spoken since. Poppy has everything she should want, but she's stuck in a rut. When someone asks when she was last truly happy, she knows without a doubt it was on that ill-fated final trip with Alex. And so she decides to convince her best friend to take one more vacation together, lay everything on the table, make it all right. Miraculously, he agrees. Now she has a week to fix everything. If only she can get around the one big truth that has always stood quietly in the middle of their seemingly perfect relationship. What could possibly go wrong? So many things. So many things. So many things went wrong. Oh, man. So uh, what I'm wondering is if, like, is this the first book she kind of wrote in this type of, like, genre? or This was... is her first new adult book. Yeah, yes. okay, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because yeah. there there are some things that felt very, like, what, Patty? Which is almost yes. like you're kind of transitioning from that young adult, um, less mature type of story into one that's more mature. Yeah, this was like a learning curve for her. Which I would say in terms of, like, this being her first ever, like, new adult book, it was super, super good. Yes, agreed. Because um, I've seen worse i've seen the worst actually i've seen the worst Um, of the worst but what would you rate it what would you rate this book so i would rate this book an 8.2 out of 10 which is low for me on the emily henry spectrum it was still a good book it was (laughs) cute i was entertained i was happy i was sad i was everything yeah but there were also moments that I was um, cringing, mm-hmm. uh, almost like the the but type of feeling I down, get. Like- yeah, like the feeling you get when you just read something like a little bit, like too Wattpad-y. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what would you rate this book? So if I had read this book first before I had read any of her other books, I probably would have given it like an... 8.9 or like a 9 out of 10 mm-hmm. like a pretty high rating because yeah. like in terms of like looking at this from like the first time ever reading something by Emily Henry it probably would have been really good but I had read Beach Read and I had read Book Lovers prior to reading this and Same. I mean those are just two books that are 
phenomenal and evoke a lot of emotion and just are very well written. And so because I read those, I was a little let down by this one. And there were some things that I was just like, ew, like, why would you, like, why did you do it that way? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I probably give it like a 7.99 out of 10, like still like a high rating. Yes. Just not quite what I love from her. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, Um, I agree. The more (laughs) I've read this book like three times now. Mm -hmm. And like the third time was just most recently. And the more I read it and the more I think about this book, the more I realize this is like a Parks and Rec fanfic. Mm. (laughs) Like just based Mm -hmm. off of like the like characters, like yeah, personalities. I think that, and it reads that way. Like it does read as a bit of a fanfic and I have nothing against fanfics. I need you all to know, like I go, I'm on the record right now. I love fan fiction. I love fanfics. Yeah. It definitely has a different vibe. When I'm reading a fanfic, I know I'm reading Mm -hmm. fanfic and I go in with zero expectations. Yeah. When I'm reading like a published piece from an author that I love and cherish and it comes (laughs) off as like a fanfic, I'm like, what, what are we doing it's a little jarring because i i had read beach read book lovers and happy place before i read this one so it did feel like a little bit jarring to me yeah i won't lie but yeah it's like as i'm like reading about poppy i'm like oh she reminds me of like leslie nope kind of like she loves her job and she's very good at it and Mm -hmm. she's very silly and goofy and whimsical whatever and then it's like you get to alex and you're like oh he's like very like serious and whatever and i'm like oh it's like ben wine i'm like wait a minute you're spot on with that i hadn't considered it but now that you pointed it out yeah i was cracking up while i was making those comparisons listen that is one fanfic thing that I will not read because there are um some really dirty fanfics about Leslie oh and Ben gosh. and I think y'all need the when Lord. we were trying to find like Christmas fanfics like those are some that kept popping up and like I am not a religious person but I felt like I needed to like go to church go to confession yeah um yeah literally you guys need to reflect on that. So let's talk about the characters. And we'll start with Poppy. She is the main female character in this book. Again, like you mentioned, she's very like whimsical, carefree. She's so goofy. fun. She's very fun. But she's also very childish. And yes. at times that was a bit annoying to me. But I do also understand that that was kind of the whole point of her character and it served as a like place of growth and character yeah for her but I was annoyed at times yeah she was kind of like like she was funny and like her internal monologue was really funny and that is something I really appreciate about Emily Henry in general is that she writes a good internal monologue Mm -hmm. but it's she's one of those characters and I kind of felt the same way in um it happened one summer, mm-hmm. like, With they Piper. would do things, and I'm just like, God, like, why did you do that? Yeah. Like, like what possessed you to act like this? Yeah. And, like, like, it gave me, like, secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, because they're acting like teenagers, and it's embarrassing. Another thing that, like, didn't fully connect for me with her character is, like, Her insecurities didn't feel, like, super 
based in anything. They were very, like, surface level. Yeah. And I know, I guess she was, like, kind of bullied in school. Yeah. But, like, she had a really supportive family. Her parents were awesome. Yeah, and I feel like she took them for granted, and it kind of pissed me off. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so... I'm not saying that anyone needs a particular reason to feel, like, insecure and anxious. Sure. But, like, for her, it just felt very surface level and not very genuine. Well, like, especially because you have, like, Alex on the other side here who is just riddled with, like, just pure anxiety and just, like, doesn't know how to be himself, doesn't know how to express himself. Like, he has a family who, like, they're not bad people. They're very good people, but mm -hmm. they didn't, like, nourish that, like, spirit for him to yeah. feel comfortable in his own shoes. And so, like, yeah, he probably was a little neurotic. And that's just because he didn't have that, like, confidence that Poppy probably got from her family. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what made her fall a little flat. It was because mm -hmm. he was really, like, thoroughly developed in that area. Yeah. Like, um, we understood why he was that way. Yeah, and it was very sad. Uh, he was basically was forced into the role of a caretaker as a child for right. his siblings because his dad just, like, checked out in his grief and decided not to be a father anymore. So uh, I hate that. I feel like he did have a good, like, little... Like redemption. like redemption yeah yeah it, it doesn't make me like him more but it did make me like appreciate him a little bit more for for sure for like understanding what he did yes and um, i know that he like regretted the way that he handled things yes yeah now alex i mean i really liked his character um i thought like just the nerdy awkward like dude like i don't know that just does it for me i think it's hilarious and yeah I like it. um and so like having like not even like a grumpy sunshine i don't know what you would call i mean i guess he's a little grumpy but yeah like an introvert extrovert but like just seeing poppy like bring out the best version of himself like mm -hmm. as they grew up like anytime we'd have like the flashbacks and stuff like that like that was so rewarding for me to see like yeah. how he did grow into himself a little bit and uh, but only when he was with poppy i know honestly it really like warmed my heart it was cute the like like the way that things changed so quickly too, like from their first like car ride back home when he was like kind of like still really closed off. Mm -hmm. And then the more they hung out, like he just was clearly like so much more goofy and lighthearted with her. Yeah. I he just was able was, to like, almost very be sweet. the kid that he never got to be. Oh my God, stop. You're going to make me like him even more. He's such I a love sweet him. Like, I thought he was such a good character. <laughs> he is. And that's kind of why I'm like, oh, man, like, Poppy's not my favorite because she's just kind of outshined by Alex in this book. But Well, and I also feel like she kind of takes – I mean, she does. She takes him for granted as well because, yeah. like, she's like, well, Alex is just always going to be there. And he's like, okay, well, until the day I'm not, he's like, I can't keep waiting around for you. Yeah, he's he, like, I'm he going to – Yeah, he, he will and he does. He will. But, 
<laughs> but it breaks him up inside. Yeah. He's like, well, damn, I guess I can't be happy and get married and start a family because I'm in love with Just someone. Gonna keep who's thinking about you forever. Never going to return my feelings. It's honestly heartbreaking. And then there's also like we talked a little bit about Poppy and Alex's family. So Poppy's family, I thought they were like very funny. Um I also just like love the dynamic between Alex and Poppy's dad because he is so scared of that man for no reason. Like her dad is so funny. Her dad's so funny. And I feel like her dad kind of reminds me of like the dad from Easy A. Yes. So the fact that Alex is scared and intimidated of that man is just hilarious to me. Literally, that is how I pictured him when I was reading that book was as Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Her dad is Stanley Tucci in Easy A. Yeah. So... I also, one thing that I thought was very sweet about Poppy's dad is I cannot for the life of me remember any other point in the book when he calls her buddy. Whenever she came home and she, it was clear that she was like heartbroken for some reason. He just like kept calling her buddy. And I was like, oh my God. Cause then it's like, you don't really see that, but I'm sure that, like, as a child, that's what he would call her. Anytime she was, like, bullied or would come home, like, upset or anything. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like just getting that that character building, that relationship building without it being in your face. Like, it's so subtle. But Emily Henry is writing this, like, yeah, like, he calls her buddy whenever he wants to show, like, affection or, like, comfort it's her. so sweet. Yeah. And I just thought that was so subtle and so, like, cute. Like. I just was like... Her parents uh, deserve an award. They do. For just being wonderful. And like when her mom got her a giant Costco pack of lambskin condoms. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, do you need some snacks or condoms? She's literally... She's the mean girl's mom. She's Amy the dad Poehler is as the well. Easy a dad. Yeah, everybody's Amy Poehler. Oh my god. Just in a different... Yeah, different world. Different version. <laughs> Um, so we already talked a little bit about Alex's family too, and how it was, it sounded like chaotic, but in the opposite way that like Poppy's life is chaotic. Like hers was like positively just messy. And I like that. Whereas his was like, they, I feel like they probably sat like at a dinner table in silence. Yeah. Like everything was very repressed in his household. And like, it was just varying shades of gray and taupe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's how I pictured their home. Yeah. But luckily, like as Alex and his brothers like grew up, they all kind of like found their voices. And I do think Mr. Nelson was very supportive of who his sons were. Yeah. Um, but he just was not the best at like being emotionally available. Like he loved his children so much. It yes. just he was so buried in, like you said, in his grief that yeah. he just couldn't be the father they needed. But he I think he wanted to be. I know. I know he did. And like grief and depression. I mean, again, I feel like it's really easy to like read a book and be like, wow, what a shitty father. Mm-hmm. When like not having ever been in those shoes, like I'm sure that is a very hard thing to cope with. But also, like, you do still have to be present, like, for your children. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a common theme in a lot of books where the parents kind of check out after grief. Like, in The Hunger Games, Katniss's Mm -hmm. mom, in Akatar, Farrah's dad. Like, it's a common theme, and it's easy to, like, kind of, like, demonize those characters. But, like, this is a real thing that real people go Mm -hmm. through. Um, 
And a lot of times those characters don't have like support in their lives. Right. But he does have support from Miss Betty. From Betty. Oh my God. I love Betty. I, so like, I didn't really like grow up with grandparents and nothing has ever made me wish that I had a grandma more than Betty. She in reminds me of my grandma. <laughs> I love that so much. Betty is my favorite character. She is the star of this book. She really is. She fucking carries. She slays. Yeah. Betty ate. Uh, and then other than like their family members, there are a lot of side characters. And I yeah. will say the side characters for me, I actually had this in the list of things that I loved. Like the side characters really moved the story forward. Yeah. And they were all such rich, developed characters, even without taking up much of the story you knew so much of their personality from such a short like feature in the novel and the way that they interacted with poppy and alex like only served to push poppy and alex like toward each other right and i just felt like the side characters were really like the driving force of this book well and i feel like that is something that emily henry always does really really well like in any of her books you always have like amazing supporting characters Mm -hmm. um and like while you do still love like the main characters in it you also fall in love a little bit with the side characters and like you genuinely want them to do well and you wish them well and like you almost want to see a little bit more of them but (laughs) yeah what they do sir like it's still perfect i wanted a buck epilogue yeah i know i love him and lita and lita i love them like oh truly God, and back. also like i hope sarah's doing okay because okay she got dragged thing. like i felt so bad for sarah this whole Me book too. like sarah they did sarah so dirty <laughs> like can she you imagine? did like, nothing but love that man unfortunately like sarah is what nora was afraid of being in book lovers like, <laughs> yeah like, oh my god what nora was scared of is what sarah was and Emily and, did that to her. And, like, that is so messed up. <laughs> like, all she wanted was just a family and to have someone who loves her. And, like, she wasn't a bad person. No. Sarah she was, was a good person. <laughs> and, like, she Sarah was done so better. wrong. Now, and she finds the right person. Poppy's exes were kind of Yeah, they suck. But, yeah, Sarah deserves better justice for sarah i want a sarah book a sarah novella like i hope she finds love and happiness and nothing but good things (laughs) in her life god like okay how like and like i'm sure she never found out but like how fucked up would you be if like you're trying to have kids and it's they're just like i don't know it's crazy like it's just not not working like but it turns out your man like your husband just had a vasectomy yeah yeah like just in case he ever like was that in a relationship why with women murder their husbands. Yeah. So <laughs> let's talk about that actually. So yeah, what we're referencing is Alex literally got a vasectomy just in case. Just in case Poppy ever decided he fully prepared she, she to wanted marry to be with this him. other woman though. While he was yes, he was contemplating proposing to Sarah. He was like immediately I am going to just act on nothing but adrenaline. I'm going straight to the hospital. I'm demanding a vasectomy. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. 
that was probably like I know you kind of liked it but like that was like probably my least favorite part of the book and it's just because I felt bad for Sarah like for no other reason like if he weren't actively like involved with another woman yeah. I would have been like wow that's like the type of commitment I want but no, no yeah that's so fair the only the only thing holding me back from fully being like that's kind of hot is the fact that he was <laughs> In a committed relationship yeah. to someone else. Like, that just, <laughs> I don't know, it read me the wrong way so bad that I was just like, I actually hate you, I think. <laughs> but the reason why I liked it was, I mean, so what's more to like about it, I think, is the fact that it's refreshing that Emily Henry has written these characters who are basically child-free by choice. Yes. And I think, like, obviously... The majority of romance novels, like, they end up in their happily ever after starting mm -hmm. a family, which is, like, great, wonderful. But sometimes it doesn't feel right for the characters. And so it's nice that she actually, like, commits to, like, what's right for the characters yeah. that she's created. So that's kind of, like, the the reason why I find it to be, like, refreshing and enjoyable. But I do agree, totally fucked up, that he did that while... Almost yeah, no, that was just Sarah. like that turned me off so bad. I was like, <laughs> Sarah doesn't deserve this. Well, he listen, he's been obsessed with Poppy for a decade. I know. At that point. It just it made me so sad for her. I know. And I hope Sarah never found it out. It hurt about my that. feelings for her. Oh my god, I hope Sarah just never knew. But what are some other things that you liked about this book? Well, okay. I do think this book was the absolute blueprint for the friends to lovers trope. Yes. I think it could not have been done much better. I do have actually a couple things that I, I will talk about. But for the most part, like the slow burn friends to lovers, like yeah. it was executed so perfectly. I love that each of her books is like a different trope and she slays every time. Like yeah. she doesn't miss. Mm -hmm. And like she does all of the ones that I hate. She yes, she, she does makes me love it. Because uh happy place is a second chance trope. And, and I hate second chance tropes. That. Oh my and god. And I usually don't like like the friends. I usually to don't like friends to either. Yeah. But She's I too loved good. It. She's too good at her craft. Yeah. She don't miss. She really don't. In addition to, like, the friends to lovers thing, it's, like, obviously they, they go their separate ways. They're in, like, this little two-year rut. And, like, the subtle, like, forced proximity. <laughs> like, that just added, like, an additional layer to all of this. Yes. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And especially, like, with the, the heat was broken and they were, yes. like, they were frustrated and uncomfortable and, like, on edge. And it just really freaking added to it because you're right it does go from very cozy with like all the flashbacks you're just like oh love I love that and I love their friendship and then it's like oh but the tension and like they are even better and like whenever you flash forward you go from a happy little flashback where they're like oh best of friends and then you go back to the present and it is like an utter disaster it's like a war zone yeah <laughs> like they're dealing with nuclear fallout yeah I love, yeah, I just, I love the <clears throat> the variety between the two. Like, I, I love that we get a little bit of both in this book. Yeah. I also will say, like, their banter in general is just hilarious. Like, they have the best chemistry ever. But specifically, like, at the very beginning of the book, before you realize that she actually knows My Alex, <laughs> like, you think it's just a stranger at the bar. And she goes up to him and says, 
hey tiger and I was like I like put Who the is book this? down for a second I was truly well and truly flabbergasted because of how worried I was about that interaction but it turns out it's just that's her best like friend the very first thing we see and I'm like is this how it's going to be I was so worried I was like listen Emily I know you're a millennial but oh my god Oh, dude, that cracked me up so hard. <laughs> it was really funny when I figured out that it was fine and that yeah, no harm was, was done. Good. It was good. <laughs> um, oh, one other thing. So we already talked a little bit about, you know, like going back and forth between like the two different um, timelines here. But I I do have to say, like, I think the flashbacks were probably my favorite part of this book. Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted to live in those. Yeah, they were um, very just like. Idyllic. I don't know why. Yeah, like just nostalgic, I think. Yes. Like it felt like in a movie, like when they show a flashback and everything is like in a very warm filter, like yes. everything's like glowing and uh yeah, like your rose colored glasses on. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, every time we'd see that, especially like the very first one where she meets Alex and like you just want to like hug and squeeze him because he's so like <laughs> fragile. He's so cute. And he's, he's so scared. So cute. Oh. <laughs> he's frightened by her. <laughs> and I don't know why, but it just it filled my heart. It filled my heart too. My heart grew like the Grinches. I uh, loved, I loved the flashbacks <laughs> up until obviously when they got into like their beef. But yeah, <laughs> and then it started to get a little. And then off. I really didn't like the flashbacks. But, <laughs> but also, the last thing I loved was I did think like the the first time that they actually do give in to their desire for each other and sleep together. I thought like she couldn't have executed that better. Like it perfectly captured the just like the complete shattering of the tension and just like the setting being like that horrible apartment like that mm -hmm. when the heat was broken they like destroyed the plastic to like get outside on the balcony <laughs> like it was raining like it just everything about it was like the perfect storm yeah I, I loved thought it, it was so good loved it oh man so let's talk about some things that we just didn't really care for. <laughs> yeah, I'll, well, start. <laughs> I'll start by saying, okay, in general, there, of course, we've already said there are just some moments that made us like a little, a little cringy. Uh, but like, one of the biggest beefs that I have with this book is when Poppy had pneumonia. <laughs> and she was too sick to get out of the bed. And she literally pissed the bed. And like, then why did we do that? <laughs> and then Alex like changed her pissy sheets while she was like crying in the shower. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. Like that was so unnecessary. <laughs> it was so like you were almost 30 years old. Like you're an adult. Yeah. I genuinely was like really mad at her too because she also was like, I just couldn't figure out how to go to the doctor. Like, like what do you up, mean? Poppy. Grow the you fuck health up. insurance and a phone? Just Call an ambulance, for God's sake. Like, don't piss the bed. I was so And mad. then just, like, lay there, like, dying. Like, she was just fully ready to be like, <laughs> I guess I'm gonna die here. She pissed me off so bad. Like, what do you mean you guess you're gonna just die here? <laughs> she was ready. Like, this isn't, She's like, a fantasy book where it's, like, you know, the flu could very well do you in. Like, yeah, this like, is the modern baby. day... <laughs> Go get you some antibiotics. Like, you oh have so God. many resources. 
Yeah, that really pissed me off. One thing that, like, I didn't really look... Well, okay, I don't really know how to feel about the ending of the book. I can't Mm -hmm. decide if I liked it or if I hated it because it definitely was giving, like, instead of happily ever after, is giving, like, a happy for now type ending, which I do kind of like, though, sometimes because it leaves, like, a little, like, will they, won't they type thing. But, like, when I'm reading a rom-com, like, I want a clear conclusion of events. Like, I need to know they're going to be together forever. Yeah, because it's, like... Their whole thing with, well, we'll try living here for a little bit. And if we don't like it, we'll try living here for a little bit. And it's like, well, yeah. what if you don't like that? What then? The only thing What's I your will option? say is, like, it feels true to their character, though, because they they very much were like, my home is wherever you are. And, like, it was kind of like their, like, it kind of called mm-hmm. back to them, like, traveling together. But I get that because it feels like. Okay, is this all for nothing? It feels unfinished. Yeah, I do want more. I would have loved, like, even, like, a further epilogue, like, a flash-forward 10 years or something. I just need to know you you made it. Yeah, I would like to have that. You did all the shit, so you might as well make sure you made it. See, I don't know, because I'm trying to think, like, even if there was, like, an epilogue 10 years in the future, would that make me feel... No, I really just think it was the way it was written. And I'm sure she did that intentionally, too, because, like you said, that is very true to, like, their personalities and their characters. I just, I don't think I personally liked it. Because, like, when you read, like, Book Lovers, when you read Beach Read, when you read um, Happy Place, like, there is a very clear conclusion to the story. You know how it ends. I don't know. With this one, it's just like, well, we'll just roll the dice and hope for the best. Which I guess is just how they do things. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I don't think she really could have convinced us anymore, though, about them. No, she couldn't have. I just, I don't think I liked it. That's so fair. I kind of agree. The last thing. Maybe I read it wrong. (laughs) Maybe I can't read. Maybe I don't know. (laughs) I think you're so right. There's a little bit of a doubt in the back of your mind with these two. And honestly, it could be because they really fucked things up for a long time yeah like two years is kind of a long time they really fumbled the bag there for a while so you just kind of are like can you can you two handle it can you you couldn't even go to the hospital so yeah like poppy are you just gonna die and piss the bed or or what (laughs) um the last thing that like wasn't my 100% favorite thing and I know like I am I I love a good will they won't they but I felt like we should have just had like one big moment of uncertainty because like having the Croatia incident happen and then you don't even know what happens until like toward the end of the book Mm -hmm. plus the Palm Springs one I just was feeling like a little bit I don't know it was a little disjointed, I think. It was. It was a little bit disjointed because in the Palm Springs one, it's like they're both trying to pretend Croatia didn't happen. You as the reader don't know yet what happened in Croatia. And whenever you do finally learn that like, oh, they made out, like they drunkenly made out. And it and then wasn't they, like anything big. Like- they didn't even talk for two years after that. I was like, wait. Because you kissed? I genuinely was, like, so annoyed when that happened. Like, I thought it was going to be that they slept together. Or, like, like they wanted to and they didn't and, like, one of the other, like, slept with another person or something yeah. like that. You know? Like, yeah. something bigger than just... Than making like, out. When you were drunk, like... Yeah. Like, so I didn't love wild. that. Because I, I just thought, again, that just kind of, like, adds to their immature yeah. vibe. 
which I just they, think they're, yeah, they're, they're a little bit immature. immature. Yeah. And that's okay. They do love each other. <laughs> but other than that, it was a very good book. Yes, it was very, it'll definitely be a book that I could see myself rereading in the future sure. just when I want to like have a little warm, fuzzy feeling. But that is why it got a lower rating. Yes. And again, we, Emily Henry can do no wrong. I will, I will die on this hill. She's perfect. So I am in love. I love her. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, so we did prepare a few discussion questions as well. And my first one is what kind of negative impact do you think this book had for all the truly platonic guy girl best friends out there who are just trying to date other people severe (laughs) severe consequences severe negative impact is what this book (laughs) probably did and like you know what's so funny is that i actually just (laughs) i saw this tiktok the other day and have you ever heard of the hockey guys like, have you ever seen any of their videos? No. Okay. So it's like this group of guys that play hockey on TikTok. And I followed them forever. But one of them, like, there's this challenge. It was like, oh, did you fall in love because of this? Or like, were you best friends? Like, did you know each other in high school? Whatever. And they were like, no, we were both the people that our significant other told their significant others not to worry about. And I was like, oh, okay. And like, that is what this reminded me of. Well, like... Yeah, because you know Sarah was freaking insecure the entire time. Because she, she was like, had reason to be. She was like, Alex, just be straight up with me. Are you in love with Poppy? And he was like, No, absolutely not. And lie to her face. <laughs> and then got a secret vasectomy. Because at least with like Poppy, it was like none of her like she wasn't serious about any of these no. people. Like she, she wasn't, knew wasn't going anywhere. Like yeah. She was like, so what if I am a little bit in love with my best friend? <laughs> She's like, does that bother you? Okay. Like, and they were like, just no. Like, there, you know? <laughs> no, all of her boyfriends were like, yeah, that's fine. It's whatever. Like, this isn't anything serious. Um, Yeah, no. It's like, this probably had a very negative impact because the, basically what this book is saying is that, like, <laughs> no, you probably don't have a friend of the opposite gender <laughs> It is like confirming every insecure boyfriend and girlfriend's worst fears. It is just like, yeah, your their best friend is actually going to sweep this them was off their the feet. The worst case scenario. <laughs> um, for so for that people. reason, I do feel a little bit bad for the people who just genuinely have a platonic friendship with someone who because no, you don't is yeah yeah because no, you don't apparently asshole. How could you? <laughs> Don't lie to me. How could you betray your significant other that way? Yeah, no. Like, I think about it so often. Just (laughs) poor Sarah. Like, I just, I can't get over that. Yeah. I can't look past it. You're right. I think. I just can't. That's a. I think they're bad people. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're bad people. Because Poppy was like, oh, poor Sarah. Anyway. Oh my god, you're so like, so are you gonna, like, go break up with her now? Like, at the end of the book, too, like, when Poppy shows up at the school, because she's intending to profess her love to Alex, and she runs into Sarah, and Sarah's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, I was like, yeah, you rip her to shreds, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah, she deserves it. And Sarah just, like, rolls her eyes, and she's like, he's at the fucking bar. Like, go. Get out of my sight. (laughs) It's like, okay, you know what else it kind of reminded me of? Like, in the Ravenhood trilogy, whenever um, she comes back 
and like sees Sean for the first time and, and he's married. she runs into his wife first yeah. and she's like a bitch to her and at first mm-hmm. I was like oh my god like why are you being such a bitch but no but no like, Sean is literally is, still like, in love with her actually so justified in those actions <laughs> like <laughs> no literally like Sean and Cecilia even a sliver of a chance she would have been like this I'm gonna get back together with this man. yes and Sean also probably felt the exact same way. He was like, yeah, yeah it, given, like, I have a given wife the opportunity. Kids, but it's not serious. It's not serious. So there's actually this song, and it's by an artist named Leith Ross, and it's called I'd Have to Think About It, I think is the name of the song. And it's like, basically the whole song is like, even if I get married and have kids, like if you came back into my life, I'd at least have to think about leaving them for you oh my god and the song is actually like like I like the song I love the artist but oh my god it actually just like I hope he's not in a relationship because if I were actively in a relationship with someone and like they wrote a song like that I'd be like oh okay yeah it's pretty intense sure I'll send it to you I'll make you listen to it but anyway the point of this question is, yeah, Emily Henry has really fucked up some people's psyches with this one. Yeah. So that kind of leads into my <laughs> like second question here um, is, do you think Emily Henry is able to write these books based on like experience? Or do you just think she has like a really good understanding of like the trials and tribulations of like just being a human? I think it's definitely a combination of the two. Because so when I think of Emily Henry my brain automatically like compares her to like Taylor Swift. Like yeah. very much writes songs from experience. Of course, obviously we know that, but also Taylor Swift has written uh, songs that truly have nothing to do with like her but personal she's experiences taken, like, directly. From... Yeah. And I think Emily Henry is very much the Taylor Swift of the book world. And yeah, I just yeah. think, it's just such a combination of like her genuine real life experiences. And also she just knows how to like dive into these characters that she's created. Yeah. She's, she must just be like a very empathetic. And if she's like writing these about like her friends or something. Like she knows. She might. Like through the, uh, I don't know. I just want, I want these to be real stories. Imagine if your best friend like wrote a book for you that was about your life. I would like be so That's flattered. Right. Yeah. That'd be actually really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it was like really sad and depressing. I'd yeah. Be like, oh my God. Like, you you see thought me. about me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my love language. Start writing. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I actually, yeah, we've tried. <clears throat> um, it's not for me. It's hard. It's, <laughs> it's hard. really hard. Um, yeah. But yeah. So I agree. I think she's just, she has just such a very good understanding of, first of all, like what we want as readers and what's going to, I think, connect yeah, the best emotionally with land. the readers. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I think because she can do that, it's because she like has either experienced that or like knows someone who's experienced it or just understands it. Yeah. I Yeah. I think she just understands the human experience. Like she just gets it. I, and that's why her she, side she characters are so real and like, pull you in as well yeah she just I love that it. about her yeah I love it she's perfect so <laughs> this is an Emily Henry love podcast and my last question to you if you were going to plan a vacation on like one of these super tight budgets Alex and Poppy style where would you choose to go oh man um probably like 
a small like town in Europe or something like yeah like Wales or something Ooh, yeah no I think that would be a good one like I don't think I'd I want to like do to like go... a beach destination Mm-mm. I'm not really a big beach I want to go to like a fisher town like a fishing town somewhere yes like where it happened one summer to yeah place. like that's where I want to go oh my god yes I want to go to some like it's not even on the map, like tiny yeah. ass town and just meet the locals. That's all I want to do. <laughs> I just want to watch them. Yeah. And like stay I in s- a lighthouse. Yeah. No, like I just, I want to see what it's they do. It's not a hotel. It's just somebody this is, is like, yeah, home. you can stay in the apartment in the lighthouse. Billy's out of town for a few months. And like, I'm like major right. sleigh, here's a hundred dollars. That's what I would want. Yeah, no, that's exactly and I would what I'd like me. to do. Yeah, no, I think that'd be a really fun trip. Yeah, let's plan that. Okay. All right. Let's just find the most remote fishing town <laughs> we can. Oh, my God. And it will show up and it'll just be a bunch of, like, 50-year-old men, like, giving and us the stink eye. <laughs> just, I want to go to the, sh- the shitty bars and... Yeah. The, the, I want to go gross. to Piper's Bar. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. the experience I'm Agreed. craving. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. You're right. You're correct. That's the pr- that's the answer I was looking for. Amazing. <laughs> but that wraps up our discussion about people we meet on vacation. Join us next week because we will actually be discussing Emily Henry's upcoming book, Funny Story. And we're also going to chat about all of the movie adaptations that she has in the works for three of her novels. And this is one Which of Which is like amazing. Three yeah. books? Like that's insane. Movies? She's she's thriving. Three different because like, they're all different production teams too. Yeah. Like three separate entities wanted to make her books real life. And I As think that they is should. the shit. As they should. Uh, but then the week after that, we are going to be discussing the third Crescent City book, House of Flame and Shadow by Sarah J. Mass. And let me tell you guys. We got a lot to say. I'll um, tell you what, it is not I'm what we not expected. Gonna it's going to be a long episode. That will be a lengthy one. It's going to be a long um, one. It's also a long book, so go ahead and get started reading that if you haven't already. We'll talk to you next time, and as always, let's get lit. <laughs>